time. It's time. So get your popcorn ready. It will be political. Political. It will be biblical. Biblical. We must stay vigilant. We must remain watchful. So sit back and put your feet up because you're about to learn to discern the truth. Welcome to the Watchmen. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Watchmen podcast. My name is Casey. Today is August the 9th, Tuesday, uh, and this episode is titled Come Together. Come Together. You can find me um, on Instagram at the underscore Watchmen underscore podcast. Um, on Anchor, it's anchor.fm forward slash Casey 756. You can go there, uh, subscribe to the podcast, also donating there as well. Uh, you can Venmo me at Casey-Cusick-5, uh, and you can also paypal.me forward slash Watchman Podcast, one word, Watchman Podcast. Uh, so there, th- that's where you would go and support the podcast, and you can find me there. Uh, it's good to be back. Sorry I haven't had an episode in a couple weeks here, you know, just kind of trying to take a break. There's a lot, a lot of heaviness in what's going on in the world, and also just personally going through the court battle that we're going through currently um, with the January 6th stuff. So please keep me in your prayers. I appreciate that so much. Uh, the news that we're going to get into today, obviously, everybody knows they raided Trump's house in Mar-a-Lago last night. Completely, absolutely, and utterly ridiculous. But it's not surprising in any way uh, to those of you that follow what's going on. I mean, these people, it's partially why, you know, I kind of get a little bit <clears throat> upset with people that when they start talking about the ele- the election coming up in November and how we are changing the laws and everything's been fixed, but they don't follow the laws or the rules. So why would that make you think that they're going to follow any rule or law that you put into place? They don't have to follow the laws. For some reason, they get away with everything. They meaning the left, meaning the libs, meaning the Dems. And uh should call them the occultists because that's really what they all are anyways. But, uh, um, before we, before I get into the whole Trump raid, I want to just, uh, also mention that I have Jesse coming on next Tuesday. Uh, she'll be back on the show again and, uh, looking forward to that. And I also have Charlie Ward coming on the show, uh, September 8th. So that's also going to be really fun. Should be a fun episode. We'll get to talk to him a little bit about the quantum financial system, what's going on with Nasera Gacera and, uh, where we're at in that timeline. So the fact that they raided Trump's house is just completely appalling. I'm sure it's nothing like what they're spinning it. Uh, I'm sure there's a reason, whatever it is yet. Uh, You know, I know I heard Cash Patel on a show talking about how they're trying to get classified documents that aren't, that don't exist because Trump already had declassified them before he got out of office. Um, You know, I've heard a couple of different things. You know, one disappointing thing is where was the governor in this? Where's the Ron DeSantis? Why is he allowing this to happen? You know, they threatened to go into Arizona when they were doing the um, the recount out there. And, you know, uh, their government told the feds, if you come here, we'll arrest you because you have no jurisdiction in the states. And you can go back to states' rights episode and listen to what rights you have as a state, which, which is where that why they pushed uh, Roe v. Wade back to the states, which is we're going to, I believe we're going to see a lot more things pushed back to the states, what's where it belongs. And not, you know, so that these thieves can't rule us anymore. But, um, you know, another coincidence was that with the spending bill that they passed yesterday as well, you know, was this covering up so the news media can't tell you what's in the spending bill, what's going on with that, 
Uh, is it cover up because Grassley had requested all this information from the Hunter Biden laptop be turned over by the FBI and it was supposed to be turned over yesterday? Then the next thing you know, they're invading Mar-a-Lago. So, folks, there's a lot of things happening at this point. I think we need to just sit back. Let's see what comes of this uh, because it may not be what we think. But what we do realize is that these people are out of control. I saw where there was a machine gun, a guy with a machine gun out, out front of the property. And it's just, it's unbelievable that they're allowed to do the things that they're allowed to do. I hope people are waking up and realizing the kind of power these people want to have over your life. They don't just want to be in political power. They want to be in political rule. They want to rule and reign you, backed by Satan himself. So we can't allow this to happen. But at the same time, we got to come together and stay together. Otherwise, we're going to lose this battle because we got to remain united. More like a war, I guess. It's not really just a battle, but it's a war. But anyways, uh, you know, as far as what's going on now with this and with all the with all the talk of the monkeypox and all these things, you know, there there is talk I've heard in from different truthers that it is a possibility or that they're going to try to uh, maybe either delay or cancel the election in, in November if they think they're going to lose. I mean, listen, folks, they want a civil war between us. They want us battling every day. They want us in the streets, shooting each other, killing each other over this. We can't fall into the trap that they want. We can't. We can't. As far as the elections are going with the primaries, cheating is still happening. I mean, it's still continuing in Arizona. Look what happened to Carrie Lake. I mean, she did win, but she won by a lot more. You know, they ran, supposedly ran out of votes in uh, Penal County. I mean, how do you run out of ballots? Excuse me, ballots. They ran out of ballots the first thing in the morning. I mean, just everything they do to try to See, they had to make it look like the battle between Trump and Pence. It's so close. The Republican Party is broken. It's split in two. Oh, my gosh. People aren't back in Trump like they were before. Wrong. It's not true. Look at his rallies. And look at Mike Pence's little pansy rally that he had with 20 people there. The state of Washington. Another election where it came down to the wire, supposedly. You know, and it was delayed to even announce who won for days. So Joe Kent ended up winning Trump, another Trump-backed candidate. And uh, it's just, it's unfair seemingly that these people can do this and the media goes along with it and they can just cover all these things so that we won't know. Another crazy thing about this warrant that was given for the FBI to even raid Trump's home was judge bruce reinhardt who signed the warrant worked for jeffrey epstein at one time i mean you can't make this stuff up folks this is just unbelievable and they're and they're continually allowed to get away with these things continually and continually and i see now that there are a lot of republicans and people out there saying that you know they we when we get in office we need to look i'm excited for a conservative um, House, Senate, President. But not if we're just going to do the same thing they do every single time they get into power, which is not much. It's all a bunch of talk. So, but there is hope. I believe there's hope. I believe God, you know, we know God's not the author of confusion, and that's what they try to do is keep us confused. And so, uh, which leads me to my next point, and I want to play this video for you. 
in regards to the elite and we've talked about this before on past episodes but i just want you to hear this video on a guy's name's terry cook this is this came out back in the 90s and uh, he's going to tell you a little bit about what the big plan for the elites is and i want you to hear this here the new world order really consists of three aspects there is a new world political system that everyone today is calling the new world order as well as that there is a, an economic plan for the new world order and that is called the new world economic order uh, in addition to those two items there's a third plan for religion you see uh the planners of the world know that men need a religion of some kind even if it's a false one so they have a plan to give us a new age world global occultic religion so really this there's three aspects to this new world order. A new world economic order in which a computer chip will be injected into our hands or foreheads as a means to track, control, and identify us, and will also be used to uh, make our purchases and scan. Well, they've, they've already put the program in in Los Angeles. In fact, uh, right. a trilateralist uh, named Mayor Bradley, Uncle Tom Bradley, was uh, responsible for putting right. this in dogs right and your children will be uh considered like animals like animals and uh, yeah, operating through the council on foreign right. relations through the trilateral right. commissions through the club of rome through global 2000 which right. wants to reduce the population of the planet by uh what is it uh 25 percent 25 that's two uh, 1 billion 250 million people have to be exterminated by the year 2000. well they, they can do that so they essentially this technology this illuminati then is is the group of men who control not only all the money on the planet through all the world banks and the federal reserve and so on but they control essentially all the governments and so these men are planning to bring up uh, bring about a global form of government that's unique in all history it's a total enslaving system of world communism and fascism controlled by a hierarchy in Europe uh, that uh, Anthony calls what? The oligarchy. Well, no, I call it the evil archy. The evil archy. The oligarchy okay. of evil. So these men are satanically inspired, and of course we get that term from the Bible, which means the devil. They're satanically inspired to bring about a global form of government to every nation on earth. Very interesting. So you see this has been going on for years. This is not something that's all of a sudden new. You hear their plan. You hear what they want to do to us. How many times do we hear it? You know, sometimes I feel like we get desensitized to it because we've heard it for so long. And now people think, you know, all of a sudden it's here, but it's been here for a long time. And this is why I've always stated from the beginning that God is the only one that can allow these things to take place. I don't believe it's that time. I believe they're pushing and rushing for it too. I believe that they're pummeling as hard as they can to create the book of revelation so that they can welcome in their messiah who at that point would be the antichrist so we got to remain watchful though about it we got to keep our eyes and ears open you know watch israel watch the fig tree um and i, I you know i believe there's gonna be more truths that, that are going to come out uh but going from that i want to talk about it a little bit here for a second and remember the, t the title of the episode is come together and uh Biblically speaking, I want to share some things with you about unity and the importance of unity from a biblical outlook. Because um, remember, this show is a biblical outlook on what's going on politically in the world today. So what are they trying to do politically and demonically? They're trying to, they want us to be divided. 
they want to cause chaos and we know God's not the author of confusion. So it's not him, but this is what they want to do. Why? Because if we're divided, obviously, you know, divided, we fall united, we stand, but they want to keep us divided. They want to keep us confused at all times. That's why right now, and I've noticed it in the last, gosh, a couple weeks here, three weeks, maybe ish month, I would go to say, but more like a couple weeks, you know, there's what's going on in the truth or community. I mean, at the beginning of this whole movement, when this kind of started, it took off during the COVID time, and then it kind of took more and more and more, and it just kind of, you know, steam steamrolled from there. And then we had, the, you know, you had the the Clay Clark tour that came out, and and they started doing the reawakening America, America things, and and that's been going on, and I guess it still is. But the point is now, gosh, and not just on that tour, but I mean in general, most all these truthers are turning on each other, and. Maybe it's because, you know, God's revealing to us who's real, who's not, who's lying, who's not lying. But at the same time, like, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people that are getting uh, bogged down with, with, with some things. And, you know, a lot I've noticed that are taking time off, you know, took a couple of weeks to take a breather, you know, take a deep breath. And uh, I encourage everybody to step away from this for a while, for times, you know, fast, pray, ask God, open your eyes, you know, pray the Ephesians prayers over your lives and uh, that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened and that you would know. I mean, the Bible says that we have an unction from the Holy One and we know all things. That unction is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in us. So that's how we know. He will speak to you. He will speak through you, but you have to be quiet and allow him to. And so what I'm saying is the importance of unity is so crucial to this movement and we have to stay together. Now I know there's a lot of Christians that get upset about some of these people because they're new age. You know, there's a guy by the name, well, I guess I probably shouldn't say his name, but it's just, there was this whole thing. Now they're talking about how reincarnation's real and on and on and on. And, 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 and they can make it seem so real. Like it's just the truth. And you're, you start even questioning your, and by the way, it is healthy to question your beliefs. You need to know why you believe what you believe. Otherwise, you know, a house built on sand is going to fall. The wise man built his house upon the rock because the rock is the word of God. You got to know the word. I saw somebody this week's made a statement and I don't really think that they realized what they were saying, but it, just because you know, the Bible doesn't mean, you know, God, well, that's actually not true at all because the Bible is the will of God. It is who God is. It's how you learn about him. So I don't know what that person meant by that, but anyways, uh, Get in the Word of God. Study the Word of God. It's not about how much you read. It's just about um, meditating on the Word of God. Take one verse. Meditate on it. Speak it to yourself over and over and over. I really believe that right now, it it's we talk about discernment all the time, but right now it's really hard to discern some things because there's people that have kind of been on the forefront of this thing, and now they're backbiting and fighting each other. And, you know, it's you just got to... I saw Jesse on a show where she said, you know, she was talking about, and I don't want to quote her, but I just, she, it was just a situation that went, that is occurring currently. And it's just, this guy's saying, this guy's a liar, that guy. And it's like, but she knows from what she knows that all of them are telling the truth and in some way. And so it's like, we get so quick to judge and just throw people out when we don't like what they say. Listen, everybody, and I've said this multiple times, everybody has a piece of the puzzle. Nobody knows everything, but everybody knows something when it comes to this. 
And everybody can, should just concentrate on your part. I mean, even the Apostle Paul said this one thing, this one thing. He didn't do 500 things. He did this one thing. And so uh, we, we all have our part. And, and you know, we, we, we should all do our part and step out and don't be afraid. And uh, But back to what I was saying here with uh, coming together and remaining united, I want to read some scripture to you before we close today. And uh, a little bit shorter of a podcast today, but I just really wanted to share this with you because I really, my heart is really heavy with this um, unification and unity thing. And I want to start off here by reading to you in the book of Acts. And most of you know this scripture, but I want to just read it out of the Bible here. And uh, it's in Acts 2.1. Now we know in Acts 1, they're up in the, up, the, the disciples and, and the followers of Jesus were up in the upper room and they begin to argue over who was going to replace Judas at that point. And, um, you know, some of them were, they, and, and it even says in verse 26, and they drew lots for them. And then the lot uh, fell to Matthias and he was added to the 11 apostles. So they were fighting, carry on up there. Like most of us Christians do when we get together. <laughs> But the Bible says in verse in chapter two, verse one, it says, when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. Another another um, translation says, and they were in one accord. And then what happened? And suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting, and they appeared to them tongues as a fire distributing. But the point that I'm making is it wasn't until they were in one accord that the Holy Spirit fell. It wasn't until they were in one accord. Now, I lived in Israel uh, for three years, and I got to know Hebrew pretty good. You know, I could speak, and I knew I could understand a lot better than I spoke. But uh, I know in the in the um, military, Israeli military, that a lot of times they would sing this song in Hebrew, and I do know it in Hebrew, and I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> But I want to read it to you because I really believe it's important. And it's the Psalm 133, 1. But I will say it to you in Hebrew before I read it in English. It's The way it's said in Hebrew is, Inematov umanaim shevet achim gam yachad. Inematov umanaim shevet achim gam yachad. And the scripture in English is, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brothers, for brothers to dwell, women to brethren, all men, women, for brothers to dwell together in unity. Listen to that again. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. And I'm going to read to you. It's only three, three verses in Psalm 133. So I want to read the rest of it because here's what it talks about that it's like. It's like the precious oil upon the head coming down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, coming down upon the edge of his robes. It is like the new, the dew of Hermon coming down upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forever. That's good. And from there, I want to go with you to um, the book of John. And it's in chapter 13. I'm just putting scriptures together. I'm trying to get you to see the importance. The Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, so I'm getting you some more scripture. So listen to this. By this time, John 13, 35, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. How will they know that you're, we are God's disciples? If we love one another. If we love one another, if we remain in unity. And then I want to go to uh, Romans 
14 and verse 19, it says, let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to what? Peace and to mutual edification. I want to read that again. Let us therefore make every effort, every, every, every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Now I'm talking about unification in regards to combating this demonic, occult-like, globalist attitude that's trying to take over our world. Now, we as Christians have to remain together. We have to remain unified. If we don't, look, the whole denomination thing is what caused churches to be split up in the first place and all these different beliefs. And, you know, some believe this, some believe that. How about my favorite churches are Bible churches, Bible-based teaching, where you teach the Bible and you don't, it doesn't matter what your opinion is. It's what the Bible says. Because what the Bible says tops it all. It tops everything. All right, let's go to Matthew 18, 19, and 20. It says, again, truly I say, or I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where, listen to this, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I there am I with them. Even the Bible is promoting and telling us about unity. And uh, another one I want to read you to is in Ephesians. Ephesians 4, verse 3, it says, Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Now listen. Make every effort. The word spirit is capitalized, which means it's not our spirit, the human spirit. It's the Holy Spirit, which is Jesus' spirit. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. Verse 4 says, There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. We have to remain unified through all these times, through the turbulent times that we're living in. You know, I've heard some people say that inflation may go up or inflation's up, not inflation. I heard a farmer talking about the cost of food. She began to talk about how much it costs to feed her animals every day. And it was an obscene amount. It's getting higher and higher. So what she said is what we're dealing, the shortages we're dealing with now will be nothing like if farmers have to can't afford to feed their cattle, it's going to cost them more to feed them than it would to kill them. So what they're what will that cause is it's going to cause them to begin to have to slaughter a lot of the cattle and it would cause the cost of meat to skyrocket. She mentioned that the meat could go up as far as with chicken it could go up to $25 a pound. And I'm not talking about organic free range chicken. I'm talking about the basic stuff you buy at the store that they feed corn to. The cost of beef could go up to $40 a pound. And I'm not talking about grass-fed beef. I'm just talking about the cheap stuff that they fatten the calf, the cattle up with just to get the food on the market, the meat out. So with all this, we got to remain unified. We have to come together. We cannot enter civil war with these people because that's what the devil wants. And if we do that and we remain united, the best is yet to come, not only in the United States of America, but also for the body of Christ. God bless you guys. Have a great day.